Hello out there, folks. Welcome to Big Snackers. What are you laughing at? It's the worst voice. Normally, we start off with a terrible <clears throat> song, and we have one queued up, which was um, Sage the Gemini featuring Nick Jonas. Yeah, which and it's real bad. If you would like your Big Snackers normal fix, get on Spotify and listen to the piece yeah. of shit song that it is. Go ahead. And uh, you'll feel like you're right at home listening to the podcast. But today, we have a guest who's become a friend of mine through text message because he lives across the country in the Las Vegas area. But his name is Bobby Meter, and uh, I know we play songs at the end, but sometimes they might be able to get lost in shuffle. And Justin and I are both a big fan, mm-hmm. and I think in the next year he's probably going to get a lot more popular, or he should. So we're going to start off playing some of his song, not all of it because we're assholes, right? But we're going to play some of his song called "Patty Mayonnaise," which is a reference to the lesbian girl character from Doug. Yeah. If you don't think she's a lesbian, you're wrong. She is. Absolutely. I let her Having just, sex with Doug's sister. I let her Doug's just the biggest pussy of all time. <laughs> that was sexist, man. This is Bobby Meter, Patty Mayonnaise, and it's a great song. And it's a great EP. I think without alcohol, I can Talking to new people that we meet. I buy you your favorite corn with mayonnaise. I love how we come when we're feeling lazy. You know what? All right, stop this for a second. Way to bum out the beginning of this episode, Bobby. What the fuck? This song's not even happy. No, not at all. Uh, a few questions we have to ask him when he calls in is, why is he buying this girl corn with mayonnaise? I don't know. For some reason, I feel like that's I, like some Southwest thing. Because you know how like Sonora dogs and everything have like mayonnaise on them? Yeah. I think that's like something that has so to do with You don't think it's it. like a metaphor? I mean, it could be. He could. I mean, yeah. he did say we we like to come when we're lazy, so maybe. See, yeah, that's what he means. Buttering up that fucking corn. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know which way you're talking. Is the is come. her? I know what the butter is. I know what the mayonnaise Cor- is. Okay, okay. So, what do but you like, mean? is the corn his dick, or are you trying to say it's the vagina, or what? No, 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 nothing like that. He's jerking off onto actual corn. Oh, and then he gives it to her to eat. Yeah. You have a story that's very similar to that. Let's not. That we don't. We don't need to actually. Okay. Um, we can, but we don't need to necessarily. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's fine. Listen, okay. It's fine that Ryan got mad at the girl and and told her the only way he'd forgive her is if she brushed her teeth with his gum. <laughs> Listen, no. With a there's, toothbrush. There's more to you. it than that. Okay. And there, if you're no, do no, it, there isn't. This is what that happened. Is a, there isn't anything this more. This is what happened. There's really not anything more. When I was in high school, there was a girl named Lindsay. I'm not necessarily last name because I don't want a lawsuit. Her dad is a, uh, wait, her dad's a heart surgeon, not a lawyer. Fuck him. He's an asshole. Don't say her last name anyway. He's an asshole. Okay, fine. He's an asshole. I don't care. Mr. Bryant. Um, What? Now you, I don't have time to edit this episode and you're going to make me go back and edit it. Why? 
Because you're not saying people's last names. This is worse than last week when the three different people messaged me to point out that it would be really easy to find out who Josh is because you said his name and gave his occupation and they know where you live. Wait, Josh from what? Sheriff Josh. Oh. Because you said, oh, I won't say his last name to protect his identity. And then you tell you said his occupation. Well, you can't get in trouble for 10 years ago jerking off. I mean, maybe not, but it's not something that it's you want out there. It's not on video that anyone else has besides me. It's not something you want out there. Fair enough. Anyway, so this girl, you know, this was like in eighth grade. and Justin Which Ray, makes it even worse. Why? In a lot of ways. I was young and dumb. That doesn't excuse you. That doesn't excuse it does you. A no, no, bit. it does it, not. Maybe no, it, it does. does. I don't know. No, it actually anyways. makes you worse because, like, in eighth grade, what do what what kid is thinking of I'm that? I'm playing with GI Joes and jerking off, man. I sometimes the same time, you know. No, I. You've seen my bathtub. Yeah, I know, but I don't. Tell people about my bathtub. I don't need to. Tell because I have before. It. I have before. Tell them a little more. What do you want me to tell them? That you don't actually take baths? No, I do. That you sit in a dry I, no, bathtub no. with G.I. Joes and masturbate? Because you do. Because that does happen. Okay. Yes, that because does happen. Because that's real. Okay, yes, that's correct. Well, you I, told me to tell them, and I told them. I have them. done that. Okay. That's correct. Okay. But I also do take real baths. So what? That's kind of besides the point. How? Anyways, so... This girl and I were dating for about a good five or six months. It was my first real girlfriend. We kissed. You know, we made out a little bit and stuff. And uh, she cheated on me. She gave a boy a blowjob at Harbin Park, which is a park by okay. us. Okay. This still does not explain why you would ever go to and this And she was like, what can I do to make it up to you? I love you. I love you. You know when you're young, like your first girlfriend, you think you're going to marry her, like you're in love forever? No. You never went through that. Well, most people <laughs> not my do. my first girlfriend. Mo- that's not even that weird, okay? And you know it. A lot of people get in their first or second God, relationship. I fucking forbid I would have married that idiot. Ugh. What? Your first girlfriend? Yeah. Ugh. Well, yeah. Same now, obviously, I realize. I mean, not she wasn't a bad person, actually. No, she's fine. she was she's, actually totally fine. She's nice, and she's married now with a husband, and he's nice, too. So that's fine. Now, no ill will. But sure he doesn't make her brush your teeth with his gum. <laughs> you don't know that. And, uh... She's like, what can I do to make it up? And I was like, you have to brush your teeth with my cum. And she did. It's a true story. I'm sorry. No, it's a true story. I've already. I'm like, a pig. Okay. Knows. What do you want? Yeah. I, but not anymore. That was a long time ago. Literally. I mean, that was a whole other life, basically. It's not like I'm like that now. What are you laughing at? <laughs> so that was Bobby Meter starting The worst off. thing is, is like, you're, yeah, you say you're not like that now. I feel like you are secretly all the time. What was the last thing you can think of I did that was creepy in that kind like anything to do with like that or a girl? What and why would I even want to think about that? See, but there's nothing. But it's happened so much that, like, why would I want to? What was the last weird girl thing I did? I don't know. I'm sure yesterday you probably did something horrible. Mm. Not yesterday. Well, then I don't care. I don't want to hear about it. (laughs) Nobody Um, wants to hear about it. I'm actually kind of sad I brought it up to begin with. Why? This is entertainment, man. So, um, that was Bobby Meter with his song Patty Mayonnaise off of his free to download EP. So get it. It's awesome. Um, he'll be on in a little while calling in to talk to us. Um, we've only talked through text really, so I don't know what kind of personality he has. So we'll see if he hates us. He seems like he's exactly the same as us. I think he is too. We'll hope so. Otherwise he's probably going to hang up on us. Um, and welcome to Big Snackers episode. What episode are we at? We've had three episodes in one week. We are back in action. 67. 
we're back in action, which is nice, and we plan on keeping a regular pace. Even you'll though, just yeah, you'll never believe this. I remembered what episode this was, and Ryan remembered the phone number to the show. That's this is a this yeah, is a this landmark. Is a real, we're real starting to take around. this serious. We also actually today confirmed some actual awesome guests, which I won't announce completely. But one involves Square Enix, the video game company, and that's pretty big for us. Mm-hmm. That's rad. Yeah. And anybody listening that's into video games, Square Enix has made you know Kingdom Hearts to I mean. Tons of games. Why don't you just say Final Fantasy? That's Final Fantasy, sure. Whatever like, you want to name. Why would you go Kingdom Hearts? Kingdom Hearts is better than Final Fantasy to me. I no, it is not. To me, it Kingdom is. Hearts is a fucking terrible series that makes. No Are you sense. serious? Yes, it's awful. Kingdom Hearts is the shit. No, I'm gonna stand. I'm standing my ground. People I write in. How much I want to hear. I want to no, know because pe- people will just shit all over me for saying that. But they all know. Well, no, because Final Fantasy is awesome. I'm not. They like, all down. know in their hearts that Kingdom Hearts is a terrible. I'm not fucking dissing game. on Final Fantasy. It's a great series. I like. All right, I want you to tell me two things that are good about Kingdom Hearts. Other than you can't say Disney characters. You have to tell me about the game itself. What's good about? Well, it. Well, I mean, it's the gameplay of Final Fantasy with characters. No, that it's I not. Like more. It's an action RPG. Well, yeah, I but I don't like turn-based as much. I like action RPGs. I understand that, but it's a terrible action RPG. No, it's great. It's no Landstalker. No. I mean, what is? Exactly. But it's not anything. That sounds sarcastic, but I was serious. No, you don't know about Landstalker, you need to get hip. Yeah, Landstalker's one absolutely. of the greatest games ever. It absolutely is. Uh, but, uh, but So, anyways, Square Enix we have. And also, um, we'll, get to, we'll get to Firewatch in a little bit. I don't want to start straight with video games. But I do want to talk about Firewatch because I'm very excited about that game. Yeah, it looks really awesome. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but... Right now, I want to talk about something very important in my hometown. Well, I just got out of court on the way here, which you can tell I'm looking good, feeling good, people, today. I'm wearing a purple polo shirt. Am I not, Justin? Yes. I'm wearing a nice, seductive purple polo short shirt with some khaki shorts. Um, I feel like I'm looking good. I just got out of court and drove straight from court to here. And court went good. I walked in there to the judge, and I said, what's up, bitch? And the judge was like, nothing? Why? And I was like, that's right. Let it me go, bitch. It didn't happen. What do you mean? It didn't happen at all. Why? I feel like the judge probably wasn't even there, to be honest. No, they, they weren't. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, because that's why you got out so quickly. Yeah. Because they would have thrown you in prison for wearing that outfit. This outfit? Yeah. Why? It's fine. If you're hanging out with dudes pounding beers in front of no, a frat see, house. You're forgetting something, though, and you're going to have to agree with me when I say this. Let me tell you about the rest of the court. This was court in Harrison. Not no, downtown. I know that. I understand. I was the best dressed person. You there. probably were. I don't. There doubt was a that. guy legitimately right before me that had on a Budweiser hat that he did not take off before he went up in front of the judge. Yeah, that makes sense. He had on a sleeveless T-shirt and basketball shorts and sandals. I. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. And she was really like, so you were driving is, without is a license. Really, it doesn't surprise. It wouldn't surprise me if you dressed up like that and showed up. <laughs> well, there, I though. do normally, but not in court. She was like, so you were driving with a license. He was like, yep. <laughs> like, she was like, well, uh, how do you plead? He was like, not guilty. And literally, I'm not kidding. She goes, so did you have a license? And he was like, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, anyone well, who, really, like, no one listening knows my hometown, but Justin does, so he knows that I'm not exaggerating this. No. Like, the guy straight up was guilty, but he pled not guilty, even though he was completely guilty for oh, yeah. what he did. Totally. Because he didn't have a license, and she no. said that. And she was like, sir, so maybe do you want to plead no contest? And he, he goes, what's that? <laughs> and she was like, well, it's admitting the facts stated without a guilty plea and he's like 
So it's basically the same as guilty. And she was like, well, it's similar, yes. And he's like, yeah, I'll do that. And then <laughs> well, I, but- I can't even make this up. And I'm just sitting there, and I'm in the very front, and uh, our friend Lauren came with me, and her and I are looking at each other, and I'm trying not to start laughing out loud. Because I'm just right. trying to maintain my composure with this guy. Yeah, of course. But here's what's awesome. Is there was like four people like that in front of me, and they all had taken care of their license. So it can be up to a $1,000 fine. But since they all had their license fixed, he knocked it down to $250. And at the end, he'd be like, is there anything you want to say? He'd be like, nope. He was like, all right, $200 plus $50 court costs. So all I did was dress semi-decent and not be a dick. Right. So I walked up there. And he was like, uh, so you were driving with a suspended license? I was like, yes, sir. And he was like, how do you plead? I was like, guilty. And he was like, so did you get taken care of? I was like, yep, here's my paperwork. It's valid. All of my stuff's valid. And he was like, thank you for bringing your paperwork. I was the only person that did. Of course. And then he was like, is there anything you want to say? And I was like, I'm just sorry. I have to inconvenience you with this. It's my fault. And he literally goes, I really appreciate that. You're the only person to say that today. I'm just going to charge you court costs. I saved $200 just by not being a yeah, dick. by not being a fucking idiot. And it's but funny. That's the way that all things <laughs> yeah. were. And the other people before me looked at me like I was an asshole. And I just was like thinking like, all you had to do was not be an ass. Yeah. Like he literally saved me $200 only by saying the sentence, I'm sorry I inconvenienced you. That's yeah. all I said. Yeah. So I had a $50 court cost it's and a, that was it. Yeah, so that's not was bad. great. But then I'll the judge like, fuck you on the way out, bitch. <laughs> but I mean, other than that, I'm just trying to think what ICP would do. Uh, that's, I mean, probably. I'd probably not look go at the court. judge and sentence myself to eternal happiness and right, get health, exactly. motherfucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's most likely what I would or probably just, do. Or you wouldn't go to, to court at all because you'd have lawyers. I'd be grabbing my like, nuts. Yeah, you'd be grabbing your nuts. But yeah. and there'd be bugs on on your nuts. Bugs on my nuts, <laughs> absolutely. That's what would be happening. Um, I think we just lost everybody. Yeah, let's, probably. Let's bring them back in. Pop yeah. punk. Uh, <laughs> speaking of well, speaking of pop punk, are we going to talk about that band? Sure. Somebody had written in about it, so well, I'll read it. It, it reminds. Talk me. about it. So, um, they said, "What? What do you think?" Well, I guess we should talk about it first. But I'll read this anyway. Okay. Uh, Anchorless Drifter said. What do you think the best action is for fans to take on the whole no good news pure noise slash pure noise thing? I see a lot of people calling for a boycott of pure noise, but I'm not sure how effective that would be since a lot of people I know calling for the boycott aren't fans of the bands on that label to begin with. And I think more needs to be done to make the scene a safer place for everyone. Myself and a lot of others just aren't sure what to do other than spread the word and be respectful to everyone it shows. Here's what I'll say. I'll start this off. Everything well, I'm about to say only because of how serious this is is <laughs> alleged. Right. Has not gone to court yet. No. So this is alleged. Yeah. So everything I'm going to say, don't take it and say Big Snackers said this happened for a fact and this person did this. This is all alleged. From all my sources, these things did happen and a lot of things have definitely been proven, but this is all alleged. I'm just going to go ahead and give that pre-warning because you know how people like to make a shit fit about things and put words in people's mouths. Yeah. Allegedly, a few years ago... A drummer of a band that just got signed to Pure Noise Records. And the reason I don't care about saying names is if you're listening, you already fucking know. And if not, you can Google it and find it in five seconds. And some of these people are friends of mine. So it honestly actually is a hard conversation. Like This is one of like the weirdest things I've ever had to talk about on this podcast. Because personal friends I've known for years are involved in this. (laughs) But it is so important that it should be talked about. Our friend Matt wrote a letter too, and he's just as good of friends with these people. Matt from Hopeless Records and Animal Salads called in. And it was really hard for him to write the letter because it's personal friendship involved. 
But when it comes to something this serious, I think you do have to say something. Yeah. Because a the the safest scene in the entire world should be the punk scene. Yeah, it should. Punk was based and like I know it gets kind of pretentious saying like punk is this or punk is that, but let's be real here. Punk, pop well, punk, whatever. Is a community. Like, yeah. Well, um, we should explain what happened first before. So, you yes. Get into apparently, anything. two to three years ago, the drummer of said band sexually, allegedly sexually assaulted a girl at a show or a party. I'm not sure. It got covered up, and um, eventually it kind of came out recently to the point where the girl made a post on Tumblr, and a person involved with the band threatened her and told her to take it down at that point this band was supposed to go on tour this summer spring summer with uh light years who are friends of ours right. pat's called in many times yeah and a band that i believe is on matt's label and at that point it was more or less i mean light years was talking should we do this tour um i'll be honest i don't care i told him no you shouldn't do the tour no uh mixtapes turned down tours just because we didn't feel like doing them. I absolutely would not have done the tour. I don't... I'm not going to say someone's wrong if they do the tour. I mean, do whatever you want. Yeah. We're not here to judge unless, like, you actually fuck up real bad and deserve to be judged for some way. Because we've all done bad things, obviously. But this is a little bit different. So, allegedly, the guy sexually assaulted a girl, and it got covered up. And then people involved in the situation... What are they... What's what is the sexual assault that they're alleging, though? From my understanding, it's basically rape. Right. That's what I was assuming because, um, like, there's but like a I lot said, of, like, I don't have the full exact right, details. Yeah, yeah. And but that's I don't why think anybody does. And like I said, you know how people are, and they're gonna be like, "Well, I'm big snackers. They said that this guy definitely raped this girl. Right, no, we didn't. Yeah, no, we, we didn't, didn't say that. No. But I'm no. telling you, from people that I've talked to, that are very reliable, and things I've read, and things I have saved which I'll get to that in a second because um, so this happened and then this tour was supposed to happen and uh, some bigger punk websites were on the poster of the tour and they were going to pull off the tour and also wanted to put a big thing on the internet about how fucked up this was and they don't want to support it. Right. At that point, some people came <clears throat> in who were well-known in the scene and who people respect. And they said, listen, there's two sides to every story. You don't know what happened. Like, it's not how it sounds necessarily. Don't pull off the tour. The truth is going to come out. The truth is going to come out. And because these people are, you know, supposed to be good people and people that people trust, they thought, okay, well, maybe, you know what, maybe there is a misunderstanding. As it turns out, allegedly, there's no misunderstanding at all. Right. This completely happened. And I say allegedly, but the reason I say this is because this drummer in question wrote an apology letter. At that point, I think the allegedly goes out the window. Yeah. Because I can tell you if someone accused me of raping somebody and I didn't do it, I would not write an apology letter. I would file a lawsuit. Yeah. Like Connor Oberst is a great example from Bright Eyes. Yeah, exactly. Because a girl accused him of raping somebody and he took her to court. And it's funny that people were like, he's an asshole. How could he take her to court? Well, guess what? It turned out she made the entire thing up. Yeah. And he took her to court because he has a wife and a family. Right. He's and this girl made this shit up. From, yeah. So this drummer wrote a letter. I'm just going to be honest. I don't care if it pisses people off. My exact words when I was talking to my friend were that the letter was gross. And he even said that's a great way to put it. I didn't think about it. Not gross because of the words he said. Gross because 
it was complete lip service. It was as if someone got yeah. a hold of him and was like, listen, this is blowing up. You need to write an apology. You need to put these things in it. It's almost like they were bullet points that he needed to say. He didn't know how to write a letter. And the part about it that bothered me by far the most is that in the letter, first he said, this happened three years ago. And at the time, I wasn't sure, but now I've learned a lot about uh, sexual boundaries. He's 22. Three years ago was 19, yeah, not a, 14. No, you didn't learn anything. If you're 13, I can understand. Like, uh, yeah, you didn't know what um, you were doing exactly. 19, no. No. And then, but more gross to me was that in the letter, and I'm well aware of this conversation, some people are going to agree and some people are going to get pissed. Some people are going to straight up bring up the Tiger's Jaw thing and say, yeah. well, Ryan's a piece of shit. He did this and that. That's fine. Fuck yourself. Um, so what happened was then he also, in this same letter, said, but I understand or something along those lines because I got molested when I was a child. I have two problems with that. Mm-hmm. A, if you did, that sucks. That is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with this. B, if you got molested when you were a child, you didn't need to be 19 to learn boundaries of sexuality because you already knew them. Right. So that contradicts everything you just said. Right. So it just, it makes no sense. So the letter yeah. to me, I just literally was like texting our friend and I was like, this is gross. Like this letter is completely ridiculous. Right. And then Pure Noise came out and Jake from Pure Noise has always been a super cool guy to me. Um, we almost put out a split together with a loss for words. Um, pure noise slash animal style and his first few letters i'll be honest were gross like they were like because i almost felt bad for him at first because he has that band on it and he has front porch step right and so it's almost like man now you're like this is fucking, not this yeah. is not good um and his first few letters did say things such as listen this is totally different like the no good news thing is bad but the front porch step thing he's already made amends with these people and he's already lost his career because of it. And it's like, first of all, um, so, if you so sexually assault someone yeah. or do something wrong with someone 13 to 14 years old, losing your musical career is not penance for yeah. what you did. Uh-uh. That is just a byproduct of what happens for doing something like that. Right. That doesn't mean that it's like, oh, well, he can't go yeah, on That tor- should be the least of your fucking That's what I mean. Is you can't say, well, he can't go on tour anymore, so it's good. He paid for it. No. I'm sorry. Yeah, that doesn't that work for me. What does that have to do with me. anything? Yeah. Nothing. It has nothing no. to do with anything. But from what I can tell, and I would like to give him a bit of friend of the doubt, because Jake from Pure Noise, who I'll only name by name because I think he's a good guy. I like him. And I think he didn't know the full situation. Because no, he, he came out with a letter a few days later that was very different, very apologetic, and it seemed very honest. And I think you can tell. Because when I said the one letter seemed gross, like Jake's letter seemed very sincere, I think he was very hurt and confused. And I don't blame him. Because here you are running a record label where within a few months you have two acts convicted of sexual assaults. And you just look like that guy that's signing these people. And it's not like – he obviously didn't know. It's not like the no. dude is sitting there no. like, well, I'm going to sign these it's sexual assaulters. No. You know what no. I mean? It's not his fault, but here's the thing, and I want to say this because he's your friend. I don't know him. but Not even my friend, but and I don't mean that in a negative way. He's someone I know who's always been cool with. Right. So it's, it's a part of the scene where you respect him or whatever because you've known sure. him for a while. That being said, right. um, I don't give a fuck who you are 
or what you've done or what label you own, if you don't take a fucking hard line with this shit, agreed, it's gonna keep fucking happening. Agreed. Do you understand why everybody thinks they can get away with it? Do you know why the guy from getting away with step thinks he can get away with it? Because do you did. know why <laughs> he did? He did. He got away with it. Do you know why this guy is allegedly like you know whatever allegedly fuck it? You know why he's gonna get away with it? Because everyone's covering for this motherfucker. Yep. If you don't put one fucking person on display, then you're never going to accomplish anything. Someone has to fucking pay the piper. Absolutely. And it should be the guy from Front Porch Step, but unfortunately it wasn't. It should be this guy from No Good News, but unfortunately it's not. It's almost, it better fucking be the next fucking guy who does it's this It's almost shit. safe to say, and am I out of line here for saying, I feel like almost on the internet, I got just as much shit for making a goofy comment on stage at Warp Tour. You got more because... No, as these people who actually sexually assaulted a young girl. Right. You no, you got more because nobody fucking tried to cover up what you did. And all I did was make a joke just to tease Mora because we've talked about it a million times, so I'm not gonna spend more than forty five seconds on it. But for any new listeners, all I did on Warp Tour is uh Mora and I make fun of each other as a joke. Just to yeah. fuck each other's show up. Right. So if she's talking, I'll interrupt her on purpose. And what I say doesn't matter, it's just that I'm interrupting her and starting the song. So I didn't think about what I was saying. And the night before, um, someone jumped on stage at a Tiger's Jaw show and kissed Brianna from Tiger's Jaw in the mouth. I don't think that needs to be explained how fucked up and wrong yeah, that is. Yeah. If you're in the punk scene or in our scene at all, you should know that that dude should be punched in the mouth. Yeah. And if you're sitting here thinking, violence isn't the answer. Well, yes, it is, because fuck that guy. Yeah. Someone should have punched him in the mouth. Yeah, yeah. So Moore started to tell the story and how it was wrong. And I wasn't thinking of it like that. I was just thinking of, like, I'm going to fuck up Mora. Right. So I was like, nah, fuck Tiger's Jaw. Kiss whoever you want. And I started the next song. Right. We played Which a minute. Thing, you know. And, yeah, it was stupid to say. old-time, poorly constructed It was joke. a poorly constructed <laughs> joke, completely. But the thing about that is, is that we played a minute and a half long song called Moon Glow, which is literally 90 seconds. Yeah. The second it was over... I said, you know what? I didn't think about that, and a lot of people are creeps. You should absolutely not kiss whoever you want. Yeah. But no one reported that. No. No one put that video up. And because all of a sudden, that's instantly, not what people are going to care about. Every single article was, singer of mixtape says, kiss whoever you want, like rape culture, blah, blah, blah. And I got all this shit. And these people in this situation are being excused for right, so where doing are all things. The, so where are the, all the fucking... Uh, and I, before, real quick, before you say this, I want people to understand that I'll admit that what I said about the Tiger's Jaw thing, I feel bad to Tiger's Jaw because we've played a lot of shows with Tiger's Jaw. They've been very cool to us, and Brianna's a really cool girl, and it had nothing to do with them. I was just trying to mess up Mora, and I didn't think about what I said. Right, and that's So fine. I'm not sitting here saying, like, I didn't do anything, so why did I get this? What I said was in bad taste, and I apologized for it and moved on. And once yeah. I explained There's it, a, huge... a lot of people wrote into us and apologized for being so mad at me right. and realized I wasn't trying to be a dick. But there's also a difference is like where, okay, when when this shit was going down, I understand there were some people reporting on it, but where sure. was the fucking outrage then? Like there isn't even as much outrage now as I would assume there should be. No, there's a few threads in Absolute Punk of some people that are right and um, calling the whole situation out and people saying to boycott the label, boycott the manager. And you know what? I'm going to be honest. Like, I'll be straight up. The manager of that band is a very good friend of mine. Yeah. And that made this very hard. Right. But you have to get to the point where you have to decide what's right and what's wrong. Right. And I'm not going to name names because I'm not trying to drag people through the mud. 
Maybe they deserve it. Maybe they don't. Well, no, I mean here, but well, it's not about that. This is the thing. Okay, and everyone knows everyone I'm talking about anyway. Right. None of it matters. My thing is That's this: I point. don't give a shit. Like, if you're friends with that dude, I don't give a fuck what the band's up to. I don't care about any of that. It. You cut him fucking loose. You do. You get rid of him because like said, ultimately, like, fine. If you're a good bunch of guys, and if he just is stupid as fuck and didn't know any better, which is not true, uh, you still get rid of him. Well, it I'll matter. even say this. I think it's possible that he was misled and was told a story that wasn't true. But here's the problem with that. Once you find out what really happened, the very first thing you need to do is go and say, I was misled about this situation. I fucked up. I'm sorry I said that it didn't happen. I was wrong. Yeah. Once you don't do that, it's when you don't have an excuse. I'm leaving this band. I am I am the the manager at this point. Oh no, I mean I'm saying the drummer should come. I'm saying the manager came forth. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think But the thing is is like he needs but that doesn't but still, even if you say I'm sorry I realized that this was true, I didn't know this, blah blah blah. And it's fine if you if you were misled in the past, but the first fucking thing you do is say, I'm distancing myself from this band. They're no longer managed by me. I'm not representing them. That's exactly what you had to do. You know? And I think stubborn is the problem. And I think I think it's possible that I he wasn't. I think was it's a misled. bunch of fucking scene pussies hang like fucking sticking up for each other. Agreed. I think it's a fucking it's bro, a bro scene. It's, it's a, a bro, bro scene, scene move. And that's the worst part about it is like Everybody who sat there and acted like you were so shitty for saying that, I understand they thought you were a part of that. Whatever. Regardless, you didn't fucking do anything. Like, no. you know what I mean? Like, you didn't I said fucking, something stupid. You didn't fucking There's no go, action. Like, like, it didn't come out later on that you said that, but it was because you had raped her. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, that's different. What happened here is, is, is just a bunch of fucking people who think that it's like this fucking... Uh, not to say the warp tour or whatever, but like this idea of like all that shit it's where it's like it's scene. this fucking thing of but ours. You know, you don't you don't have you it's, can't, it's the warp tour scene. It's not warp tour itself. No, it's I will not give Kevin Lyman credit. No. Kevin Lyman has been the first person to address all these issues. The second this shit hit the fan, Kevin Lyman kicked every single one of these people off warp right. tour. And no question, as well as no jury. That's exactly nothing. that's exactly because there's how also it a guy work. named Austin something who's a YouTube pop star. Yeah, who apparently. Oh, it's not apparently. This is not alleged. This is proven. Austin Mahone is apparently famous on YouTube. He yeah. was on Warped Tour this he summer. He was on, uh, he had a, a, a Aquafina commercial. He was asking 13-year-old girls to send him videos of them twerking. Yeah, of course he was. Um, and this Kevin Lyman immediately kicked him off Warped Tour. Right. As he should have. Kevin Lyman is a rad dude. Never, I'll never say a bad thing about him. I've no. I'm not, talking about, I'm not talking about him. I don't care about well, that. No, you're not. I'm just talking about like. But it is that warp tour scene. I'm right. just saying that's not Kevin's fault. I'm I'm just talking about that whole this whole fucking thing. And is, there's bands on on pure noise, which make it almost even worse because such as you know what if we're just gonna call names, that's fine because I don't give a shit because I'm not in mixtapes. I don't have anything to lose. And when I was in mixtapes, I said the same shit right, anyways. Like matter. it make fucking matters. Hmm. Uh, the guitar player State Champs, who's a band's doing very well tweeted something defending the drummer of this band and as soon as he got called out on it he deleted the tweet i have it saved a lot of people do that's yeah. fucked up that's not okay that's because, you like, can't do things the like problem that. is it's like i get it i get it there's this idea of wanting to protect your friends okay let me tell you a story real quick uh i used to have a friend in high school and we used to hang out with him like is all this a guy that wanted you to live in a van down by the river no 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 okay. this isn't no, <laughs> okay this isn't him all right 
this is actually like a serious thing that happened. Mm-hmm. So we had this friend in high school. It was like he was he was a good friend of ours. Like we would hang out at his house all the time. Like his parents were super rich. Like they were both lawyers and shit like that. Once everybody started going to college and stuff, it kind of fell you know by the wayside. We still hang out with them a bit. Like we would have parties and stuff at his house during the summertime and whatever, hang out over there like occasionally. He was like an internet dude before internet dudes were like a thing, you know? Right. So like he knew like everything. He'd get like everything for free, and like he was he was a nice guy, you know. But sure. then, uh, about a year ago, it came out um, that we saw in the news like one day, like somebody texted me and was like, "What the fuck?" And like I clicked on the link, and it was a news story about how he had been caught in uh, in a uh, a state like um, across state lines like federal offense like child pornography ring. Wow. With two guys who were making child pornography, he wasn't part of that. He was just distributing it because of his, like, internet That's not any better. No, 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 it's not. (laughs) And he had already been to, like, a psych ward because he had tried to inappropriately touch a child, but that had actually, like, broken his fucking mind, and he, like, he got committed and shit. Whatever. He has, like, mental problems. Fine. Sure. But that doesn't excuse his behavior. No. Do you understand, like, I was pretty close with this guy. I'm not fucking tweeting about how, well, let's just wait till the whole story comes out. He destroyed his fucking dad's life because his dad was a prosecuting attorney who had like a lot of power and then had to stand by his fucking son while this shit happened. So he lost his shit. Uh, His, his mom had died a couple years ago of cancer. Thank fucking God, because she'd be, she'd probably have died now. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is the thing. I don't give a fuck how good a friend you are or whatever your dudes are. If they do something fucked up, you distance yourself immediately. Well, yeah. If it comes out that it's not true, unfortunately, that's the way the fucking cookie crumbles. You can try and pick back up that relationship later. But here's the problem. It, if it is true, and it probably is about this guy, the fact that you would tweet about him like, you don't know, like, you don't know what you're talking about, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. That just sounds like motherfuckers at, like, frat houses and shit and when people, a girl gets too and drunk. And people, especially young girls, look up to these pop punk bands. Right, and that's a big fucking problem. So when this guy writes in and says he doesn't know what to do to make things safer, I'm assuming it's a guy, I don't know, maybe it's a girl. Regardless, doesn't know what to do Stop about this. Stop supporting these fucks. Don't support these bands. Don't go to their shows. Tell no. everybody you know not to. Build your own fucking scene. Start your own shit that's based on respect. And then if you're going to go to these shows still and support these bands or whatever, uh, then make sure that if some creepy motherfucker's doing some creepy shit that he stops doing that shit. I'm not saying form it. some militant posse Stop. and beat the shit out of them. Stop getting all of your coolness from the same 15 bands on the same labels. Make your own scene. Yeah. There's my friend Corey. He's a great friend of mine. We're writing songs together right now. Right. He's in a local band called Here's to the Heroes. You've probably never heard of them. You know what? It doesn't matter. They do a show. Every summer and every Halloween in his backyard in Cincinnati, this past Halloween, a thousand people showed up. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And they're great guys. Like, there's a lot of cool shit going on you can do yourself. Stop worshiping these labels, taking your Instagram pictures and their t-shirts, and saying, oh, I love that band and this band, because some of these people are fucks. And some people listening think me and Justin are fucks. And that's fine. I don't care. But at least we're fucking, (laughs) at least we're fucks that are standing up and saying something. Yeah, and that's my point, is that these bands, if you kind of look at the way the scene is going right now, and maybe this is coincidence, and maybe I'm out of line, but I don't care. If you look at all the bands with integrity, they're all breaking up or going away. I mean, like, mixtapes like us or not, we had some serious fucking integrity for what we did. Yeah. And we didn't compromise it, and we're done. And Fireworks is going away, and Polar Bear Club is going away. And all these bands with people who had a head on their shoulders... 
are going away. And that doesn't mean there's no bands left. There's some bands out there that are big right now, obviously, like the Wonder Years. Great people, great band. Obviously, don't stand for shit like this. I could go on, but I can't right now. But I'm saying um, they, yes, that's, but this whole scene of these bands that write and say the same things, they even have the same fucking lingo. Their hashtags on Instagram are all the same. It's a fucking joke. Yeah. And I'm sick of it. And it's not jealousy. It's nothing to do with it. It's the opposite of jealousy. I don't want to be anything like that. No. And I don't want to be in a band with that kind of popularity. I want to do what I want to do. And if you don't, that sucks. Because you should find what you want to do and not piggyback off some people who are defending shitty people. Right. And especially because if you consider yourself part of like uh, the punk scene or whatever, then this entire fucking thing, all the shit with these bands, like all these labels and shit, is the antithesis of everything that you're supposed to stand and you, for. And you have to live it. You can't be hypocritical. I mean, I have. Blood for Blood is one of my favorite bands. Justin knows that. Yeah. I have three Blood for Blood shirts, a Blood for Blood tank top. I've worn it at mixtapes music videos. I love Blood for Blood. But the singer of Blood for Blood about three years ago at a birthday party raped a 13-year-old. Yeah. You have not seen me in one of their shirts since because I literally threw them all away. Right. Because some people might be like, well, you already bought it, blah, blah, blah. No, it doesn't matter. The point is is that I'm not going to wear walk around with a billboard of something like that. Like, you have to take a stand at some point. Yeah. It's the same thing. You have to. As, as little as it is or whatever, like, I don't. Like, ever since that shit happened where Ben Weasel punched those girls in the face or whatever it shows. Well, yeah, we talked about it last I week. Stopped, I stopped I listening didn't. to Screeching Weasel. I haven't listened to one fucking song by them since I then. have a Screeching Weasel tattoo on my arm. And right. I'll be honest, Screeching Weasel is single-handedly the reason mixtapes exist. Right. We don't sound like them. My point being is that without Screeching Weasel, I would have never picked up a guitar. Hmm. I would have never sang. And if you listen to my old bands, which most people on here don't know, but Justin does... I tried to sound exactly like Ben Weasel. Yeah. I worshipped Ben Weasel. When I met him, to me, that was like meeting... I don't know. I mean... I like, I don't know. Robert De Niro or something. I mean, yeah. Shit. Like, it was <laughs> like, like, me, like when I met Ben Weasel, and he was really cool to me. Yeah. Twice. He yeah. was awesome to me. Yeah. He actually saw that I had an Archie tattoo, and he said, oh, I have a bunch of Archie like memorabilia. I have a big cutout. What's your address? I'll send it to you. You know what? He did. And that's right. really cool for like the singer of my favorite band that got me to play music. Right. But once you went ape shit and punched two women, one in the face, and then bragged about it, I can't respect that anymore. Even no. though he was nice to me. Yeah. And there, that's not there's the... a stand that has to be taken at some point where we stop buying into this fucking pizza tumbler pop punk bullshit scene and just say, you know what, this shit isn't okay. Why don't we start our own scene over here? And let's do something different. Let's do the opposite. Because that's how new scenes happen. It's the same way that Nirvana killed hair metal. Green Day killed grunge. Maybe it's time for someone to kill pop punk. And does that mean pop punk shouldn't be made? No. No. That's not the point. So if you take it like that, I just mean a new scene, not a new genre. Let's do something new. Let's do something with a different attitude. Maybe something with a more positive attitude. You can still be angry. You can be pissed off. I write pissed off songs every day. For my new band that no one's heard yet, that I can't right. wait to start touring, it's but, not happy. But be positive towards each other. But yeah, let's do something different out and here, people. And stop fucking disrespecting let's, everyone. Yeah, let's do something different, people. Like, and don't cover up for rapists. How about we start yeah, there? We, let's that's start a right good there. Start. That's a that's a pretty big start right there. But like, 
don't cover up for rapists, then like you can kind of trickle down to other things you don't want to do. Trickle down rape. One, it's trickle down rape anomics. Yeah, exactly. Just one on one. Okay. Just fucking don't stand up for them and don't listen to their shit. And if you know, okay, if we're wrong, and we're not, I don't think we're wrong. If this comes out we're wrong, I will be the first fucking person to apologize. That's why I said allegedly. And you know what? If this somehow comes out and is somehow the biggest misunderstanding in history, so be it. I will literally get on here and say, I'm Ryan. Here's Big Snackers. We are fucking idiots. Yeah. And But here's the thing. And uh, I will personally every, handwrite everyone involved in an apology letter. Right. Yeah. And But the thing is, is that it doesn't right or wrong in this matter as far as whether this guy did this or not. It, it yeah. still stands that this shit can't go on Something because it's happened. been going on too fucking much. And, you, and this isn't even the, the least of it. Like you think or the most of it, you think that that's like these two instances are the only things that well, happened? think about it like this. Front porch death happened. And all of a sudden it came out that the no good news thing happened. And all of a sudden that triggered the Austin thing. All right. How much more do you think there is? That's not it. Yeah, that's just that's the not fucking that's scratching just the surface. Out. There's way more powerful fucking bands. Like, you know what? You know, it's that... hard for me being friends with some of these people. I'm friends with some people in the No Good News camp. Um, I'm friends with their manager. Um, Front Porch Step, Jake, I helped get him signed. I literally took his record and sent it to all my friends' record labels because I thought he was a good songwriter, right. and he was a good dude. He's literally – we've hung out together. We've been in the car together. And so, like, you have to keep in mind, this isn't me just sitting behind this microphone saying, oh, look at these terrible people from my high horse. Like, Jake is a dude that I've literally eaten pizza with. He's driven in my car. I've given him rides with his guitar to play shows. I helped get him signed as much as I could and sent him to labels when no one would listen. So when I found out this shit, you know, it's not easy for me. No. But I still have to be like, you know what? I can't. Okay, I'm done. Right. I can't associate with that because... I just can't. I don't need to explain it. Right. But, you know, it sucks. Yeah. But no, it doesn't suck as much as it does for those girls. No, exactly. So it doesn't. And that's the point. Because that's exactly what it should matter. It and shouldn't matter what. This isn't me are. getting all reviver or super PC. This is me being a logical fucking human. No. Girls shouldn't feel unsafe at shows. Guys shouldn't either, but it's a lot harder to make a guy feel unsafe. My point being. How about just no one should feel about, unsafe at a fucking show? How about you show? go to a show and you enjoy it and you're just nice to everyone? Yeah. And how about if for some reason if you, you want to fight ju- somebody at a show, yeah. you uh, get real 1920s and say, let's go out behind the building one-on-one and have a fist fight. Because yeah. you know what? That doesn't bother me. No. Some people might even say that that's fucked up of me. If you have a problem with someone and two people agree to fight, and I'm not talking jumping somebody, yeah. but if two people consensually want to fight about something, I think it's stupid. But if two people want to beat each other and black each other's eyes and they both agree to it, Take it outside. Go for it. Yeah. Fuck each other up. Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever. I mean, I, I don't really agree, but... I think it's There's stupid. always an easier way out of no, things. No, I think it's really dumb. But that's, you know... I'm just that's saying... That's the nature of things sometimes. But jumping people, stupid. Yeah. Making people feel unsafe, stupid. Proving that you're tough, beyond stupid. Sexual assault, just, brain dead. How about you just don't do things to people... Unless they say, like, it's fine to do those things. Agreed. Well, I might have a different perspective, too, because that one time I had that guy's girlfriend, he punched me in the head at a show. Yeah, but, I mean, that's happened to a lot of people. Oh, and that also, guy's just being a fucking... No, I remember I was joking, because that didn't happen. Oh, oh yeah, that's that right. Punk the guy news. who said that you did that. He yeah. said it on Punk News. No, I've but, never, I mean, that kind of thing does happen at shows. Sure, it's it does. Like, it's like, first of all, that's that woman is not your property. 
uh, and you don't have the right to harm anybody physically for speaking to them. No, you don't. So unless they're being super fucked up. And I, I've seen this firsthand. We were playing with the Wonder Years in Pittsburgh, and um, a guy came up to Mora outside of the venue and said, can I get a picture with you and put his arm around her and then lean in and kissed her on the mouth. Which is you not, know what that is? Yeah. That's fucked up. So we kind of chased him down, like not violently, but um, we kicked him out of the show, and he didn't understand it at first. But luckily, Mora is a really cool girl and a good person, which she's gonna be on here soon. People keep on asking. Yeah, and uh, she'll be on when she gets back from Japan. Yeah, she's in Japan. But Mora, luckily, is really nice. So the guy apologized to Mora, and she let him back in the show, and that was her decision. Right. Because basically, we left it up to her. It was right. like, do you want this guy back in? Because if you don't feel safe, he's gone. Right. But she was like, it's cool, and he apologized. And he was cool the rest of the night. I'm not saying he's a cool person, but he, I think he learned a lesson. I would like to hope. I think he made a dumb fucking mistake sure he that did. he thought Absolutely. was a cute idea. And it's, and it's not, not a cute idea. You know, idea. it's not cute, any kind of sexual assault. Don't kiss someone that doesn't want kiss. No. Unless it's Justin kissing me. Yeah. Because but then I want it, so. Yeah. But Ryan acts like he doesn't want it. It's That's a game, our game play. play. Yeah, it's a game. But yeah. what I'm saying like is, for real, like, not to make too much light of it. We don't need to say much more about it because honestly, no, the, here's this is what this is maybe like the second most serious episode we've ever had of the show, minus the depression addiction one. But we know and that this is on par. But this is how it was gonna be. Like you and can't that's fine, talk about because this, this has been a great episode, and I hope people get anything out of it. But here's where I'm gonna put the modern punk or pop punk scene: the fact that we had to have this long of a conversation to explain this stuff is fucking sad. Yeah, all yeah, of this the stuff should be common knowledge. Like just, like just show some fucking mutual respect to each other, and stop all this shit. And if somebody does this shit, you don't have to beat them up or anything like that. No, just put them on fucking display. Yeah, fucking put them on blast that they're fucking asshole that does this shit. Like distance yourself from the thing they're doing. Let's get don't to a point support them. where if someone does this shit, everyone knows, so no one will work with them or fuck with them right. or book their band. The only thing, and Justin, I'm curious about your opinion. This is what's hard for me. Is the people that say boycott everything Pure Noise Records does. Because, okay, because here's my reason. Take, for instance, um, Four Year Strong signed to Pure Noise before any of this stuff happened. Yeah. Four Year Strong are all great guys. They're all in their 30s. They have kids and wives and houses. They would never do anything of the sort to sexually harass any girl at all. And I can say this for a fact because I've been friends of mine for over eight years. So it's like, I don't know how I how to put that because should they suffer because they literally didn't do anything and they couldn't have helped it because they had no idea. Right. I think maybe at what they could do is come out, you know, and say like we signed to this label and we're happy to be on the label, but this isn't our, this stuff this, is these fucked aren't our up and, and this has nothing to do with us and we don't support no, this. This is what you do. You don't boycott the label necessarily. But this is what you do. You you support the bands that are good guys or whatever, but write a fucking letter to Pure Noise. Tell them what you think about it. Sure. Email them. Tweet sure. at them. Do whatever you can to put the fucking idea across that, like, if you don't distance yourself from this shit, if you don't do something and come out right. against this, I don't give a fuck if it's even, like, like get rid of those motherfuckers and, and like... Take the money that you would have spent on their shit and give it to a charity for like battered women Jake, or something. Jake has dropped front porch step and no good news and right, which is good. If you tweet or email him, he has been responding. I think he's handling it the best he can. Which is I good. Think. That's fine. But this is the thing: is that like 
the more this shit happens, the more active you have to be to tell people this isn't the thing that you want in this scene. Absolutely. So when you hear about this shit happening, no matter what record label it is, I don't care how fucking big they are. I, I agree. Like, whatever it is, you will be fucking heard because that's the climate we live in is that the consumer is right about things. And Absolutely. you're probably the biggest consumers in America because you're younger. Like, most yeah. of the people listen to this. And you have, you have the ability now to change shit. Uh, we don't have that ability so much because we're not as important in the punk scene as you know you will be. Right. But you do have the ability to create something on your own and tell these people that Agreed. this is bullshit, that you won't stand for it, and that's not the way the world works. Right, and this is what I want. We have a new episode in five days. On Sunday, mm -hmm. we'll record a new episode, right? Mm -hmm. So please, write in your thoughts and give us details. Like I want to know what you think about this because this is important, and the people that listen to this – I know this is the bread and butter of a lot of people listening to this right. scene and the music. So whether you think we're jackasses, you agree with us, or you're in between, I don't care. I just want to know where people stand on this. Like, yeah. it's very intriguing to yeah. me. And it's very important. Like, it really is. And we don't get serious on here very often. No. About in, or in real life. No. Really no, about much no. of anything. No. But this is serious. So please, write into the Tumblr and tell us your thoughts. Ask questions. Tell us what you know. And just, I, I would love to see a lot of letters by Sunday about this topic. Because I want to talk about it with other people, yeah. not just Justin and I. So, write into the Tumblr, and this Sunday we'll discuss it more with your letters. And just tell us what you think, from boycotting to the bands to the labels, to what you think we need to do to make this a better, safer scene in general. Because, yeah. you know what, that's some cool shit to talk about. Right. Like, that's progressive. We can do that and maybe accomplish something cool. Yeah. So let's do that. So right in. But uh, let's move on. That's enough serious talk for now. Right. Um, I have a few things to talk tell about. Tell them to call in. It's almost. We're getting close. I have to be done soon. So You got 20 minutes, right? Right. He'll be calling in in five minutes. Okay. Leave that on. I was going to say, uh, did we talk about the giant food truck? No. What? Okay. Well, I live in Harrison, as we talked about. And it's a very small town. Yeah, it is very small. Uh, recently at a bowling alley, which... Um, if you want to talk about people that are shitty people, let's preface this by I want Justin to tell you the story about the time he went to the bowling alley in Harrison and what happened. Oh, the karaoke. The racist. The the racist ra okay, thing. I live. I'm gonna put this out there. I just straight up live in a racist town. Oh yeah, I live absolutely. right on the corner of Indiana. There's no doubt. I live in Ohio, and the main street in my town, one lane is Ohio, one lane is Indiana. In the entire Harrison High School of 1,300 people. There's one African-American, zero Asian people, zero Latino people. Mm -hmm. It is all white trash people. I think we talked about it the last episode. They listen to rap. They don't like black people. Right. And legit, Justin and I's high school, and this is not... Well, like, I, I didn't go there. No, but I'm saying your high school, oh, yeah, too. My high school, yeah. This is not a joke. I want people to understand, Justin can verify. Like, I'm not trying to exaggerate it to give you an idea. Kids drove John Deere tractors to school. Yeah, and they were... Like, the, actually. They were the cool kids, too. Like, there's right. a farm club in both of our yeah, schools. Because yeah, yeah. Justin lived in a town literally five miles from mine. Right. So I'm going to preface that as I live in a racist town. Mm -hmm. That's why I didn't go to high school in my town. I went to a private school. Richie boy. But no, because I would have gotten in a fight if I went to my school. And I don't know how you didn't. Uh, I mean, there but, was plenty of, like, you know, uh, people who didn't like me. but Sure. But Nobody ever wanted to fight me because I was always bigger than everybody else. That's true. Me too. So at my school, I wasn't really afraid of anybody. Right. But 
Um, my point being, there's a, it's called Harrison Bowl, and there's a lounge called the Decanter Lounge. Mm-hmm. So after you tell this story, I'm going to set up the giant food truck real quick. So basically, like I would go to karaoke at this place because it was always Hilarious. really funny. Yeah. And uh, we would go, and it would just be me and my friend Jeff and my friend Liz, and we went there one time. And we stopped going there after this because <laughs> we went in and it was like mostly it was really weird because it was mostly people that were postal workers for whatever reason that were there. And they were still wearing their uniforms. Well, that's weird already. Yeah. I don't know what's that. And like, that I guess they came there after work, but they, but we didn't go until like almost like 11 or 12. So right. they had been there after work for like hours and hours, however long. And they were like doing karaoke and stuff. And this guy goes up afterwards or like the host or whatever goes up there and he just goes, uh, I can't remember what the first sentence he said was, but the, the second sentence he said was, who's who's ha- hanging out in the tree? And everybody went, Leroy! And it was really racist. fucking creepy because yes. they were all saying it in unison like they say it all the time or something. And anybody that oh. doesn't for some reason get that, they were talking about lynching a black person. Yeah, that's exactly what they were doing. Um, and that's fucked. Yeah. And so we this were like, is in, well, what, 2010? I mean, it was earlier than that. It's probably 2000. It was in the 2000s, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to keep in mind, there's two bars in Harrison. That's one. Yeah. There's another one called Triple Cats. Yeah. Triple Cats Triple is Cats. best known for, a few years ago, there was domestic violence. A guy hit his girlfriend mm-hmm. because she was hitting on another guy. So the guy left, and the girl's boyfriend ran him over in a pickup truck and murdered him in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. That's a true story. That's a thing you should do. So that's Harrison. That's where I live. Um, I don't live right there. I live in <coughs> Fine part, just off kind of in the suburbs, is where my house is that I bought by the library and stuff. But I live in a really fucked up racist town, mm-hmm. so I, that's that's what it is. And um, that's why I don't really have any friends where I live, minus like the few people that are like Justin and I, right? Which is about three people, yeah, in the entire town, yeah, literally. Who I met that listened to like the Suicide Machines when we were in high school and the Vandals and punk rock, and didn't get along with people like that, yeah. So, um. My point being is recently, my friend Doug and I, who we've talked about on here, who made the v- Massive Nights video for Drown, and my friend Joey, the drummer of my new band, right, were driving, and we saw this huge food truck that had a sign, and it was actually called Giant Food Truck. And it was in the parking lot of the Harrison Bowl. <laughs> That's the greatest name. Yes. So we were like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just, let's go. We were hungry. We were going to get food anyways. We didn't know what we wanted. I think we're going to go to Skyline, but we were like, let's go to Giant Food right, Truck. Right, of course, yeah. So we went, and here's two weird things about it. A, the only employees were a guy who was, like, older, his wife, yeah, and then a kid, but it wasn't his kid. I don't remember what he said, but it gave it away because the kid was talking about his parents picking him up. Right. Okay, the food was delicious. It was legitimately one of the best burgers I've ever had, and the fries literally <laughs> tasted almost like dessert. Like, right. Not literally, <laughs> but you know what I mean, like... It was delicious. Like, we all three got different things, and all three of us literally were like, holy shit. Like, this man makes one of the best burgers I've ever had, and these fries are absolutely delicious. I think Doug got onion rings, and we were just all like, why is this so fucking good? Right. Like, I'm going to start eating here every day because Harrison, Justin, can vouch. Doesn't have much in the way of restaurants. It's all the generic no. fast food yeah, places. Much... And our nice restaurant is O'Charlie's. Yeah, true. So we were like, oh, it's something new. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Like Harrison, when we get new things, we got two new things. We got a uh, Little Caesars and Long John Silver's. Right. Yeah, two two real new things. Great, great, great <laughs> restaurants, right? So um, we were like, this is fucking delicious. So we went back next band practice to get it again, and it was gone. So um, I look in the paper, 
and the owner had beaten his wife in the truck. And then the little kid that was like 16 that worked for him, he slapped him in the face and knocked him to the ground and is in prison. What the fuck? There's Harrison uh, for you. Are you surprised? Because nothing good can just oh, be and good this, in Harrison. This happened in the parking lot of the uh, lounge Justin was talking about. Yeah, he course. beat his wife at work. Like People saw it. They were waiting for their burgers. He punched her in the mouth as she was making burgers for customers. And then the kid said something to him, so he slapped him. So no more giant food truck. So uh, this is very upsetting. It is very upsetting because it was a really I damn just love good the, burger. The name of it is so good. Giant food truck, and it was a, it was a very accurately descriptive title of what it was. So there was that. So he'll be calling any second. We're not going to talk to him, but I want to talk about Firewatch until he calls. He's probably going to cut us off. Firewatch. Have we talked about it? Yeah, we talked about it a little bit. Oh, we already did. What's well, yeah. a game coming out on Steam? I believe in computer, and you're either going to think this game sounds awesome or stupid. Um. Justin, I know, likes games like this like I do. Yeah. If you're into Call of Duty and Halo and things like that, you're probably not going to care. Not to judge you, but I'm judging you. Right. Um, you play a park ranger in the forest in Oregon where you are in a huge tower and you have to watch for forest fires. Um, there's a lot more to it than that and a lot of like mysteries that you have to solve that right. can take hours, if not days, yeah. hundreds of hours of gameplay. And it's like beautifully detailed woods. Okay, here we go. Hello. Hey, what's going on? Bobby. How are you? Good, how are you? Good, man. I'm here and Justin's here. Sweet, did I call at the right time? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're supposed to say hi to Justin, asshole. Oh, hello, Justin. <laughs> I realize we don't know you that well, so hopefully we have similarly senses of humor and you don't think we're assholes. Oh, no, 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 you're fine. Do you have a good sense of humor? Absolutely. I like that. Well, you have to to make that kind of music. Oh, <laughs> So, no, we actually, uh, we always start every episode off with a horrible song, but today we didn't. We started it off with your video for Patty Mayonnaise because we both really like that song. We wanted people to hear it. Oh, hell yeah, dude. And Thank that, you. That's a great EP. So, um, basically, um, just give us the quick rundown of where you're from and like when you started, because I don't want it to be too generic, but just let people know a little bit about you at least and where to find you. Cool, man. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm from Las Vegas, and uh, I a pussy out there. What, what was I supposed to answer? <laughs> What'd you say? What was I supposed to answer? I'm from Las Vegas. Uh, oh, it says there, you know, a lot, a lot of pussy out there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Now go ahead. I mean. Absolutely. All right. Yeah, like, it's a good answer. Actually, you know, to, to be honest, the, the people in California are still better looking. Okay. Okay. All right. That's, that's, <laughs> that's fair. So um, um, I make I make music because I enjoy it, and uh, it's called Bobby Meter Music. Okay. And um, the last EP that I made was called Breakfast Afternoon because uh, I wake up late. <laughs> and um, what else? It's four songs. You can find it um, at the Antique Records web store. Um, we pressed it in vinyl to two different awesome. color variants, black and red. We'll, uh, uh, we'll, link it. we'll link it in the blog um, at the end of the episode. When people go to download the episode, we'll put a link to go get the EP. Awesome. And it's, it is a great EP. All four songs are fantastic. I've listened to it a lot, and... Uh, I'm not okay. just saying that, obviously, because I asked you to be on here because I really like your music. I didn't even know you at the time. 
<laughs> Honestly, actually, the power of, someone, the power of social media, right? someone on, yeah, on my Facebook, I don't even know who, just happened to share the video for Patty Mayonnaise. And what's weird is I never pay attention to videos on Facebook because at this point, I'm sure both of you guys agree, it's so fucking annoying to go through your feed because oh, yeah. it's a video, sure. video, 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 video. Oh, yeah. But I just oh, saw yeah. you with like the guitar and the beard, a still shot, and I was like, what's this? And I watched the whole video, and then I actually watched it again because I was like, this is a fucking great song. So I went and got the EP, and that's when I actually just hit you up and said that we should talk. Yeah, dude. That's so, fucking awesome. Um, I was going to say, um, are you touring anytime soon? Yeah, um, we leave July 1st. Um, we? Do you have a band? Yeah, yeah. I have been home since Christmas, actually, since before Christmas. Um, I did a lot of touring in 2014. Uh, in 2013, just solo, and um, I now transitioned to full band, so I traded in my Prius for a huge 15 pastor. I remember you and I were talking about that. Yeah, we were. <laughs> my mom has a Prius, <laughs> man. <laughs> Prius is a rad, man. They're not bad. They're big, and you can drive forever on a tank of gas. Yeah, that's true, man. But a 15 passenger van is uh, cool, too. Um, I'm excited to hear you with a full band. Are you coming to the Midwest? Not, well, I am, but it'll just be in, like, probably September or October, because we're doing West Coast um, for, like, six weeks, it's like a six-week tour or so. Okay. Um, of West Coast. I, I like to cram in all the small cities. All right. Well, doing s- since we don't have a ton of time, I'm going to give you a few flash questions here. Are you ready? I'm ready, dude. The other day, we had a friend on, and we uh, named a few movies. Justin and I went back and forth, and you have to tell us what you think about the movie, then we tell you if you're right or wrong because I'm big snackers. <laughs> it's not subjective and there's not opinions. Right. You're right or you're wrong. Yeah, exactly. Are you ready? All right. Sounds good. Biodome. Oh, man. I love that movie, but I haven't seen it in 10 years. Okay, good answer. That's fair. Correct. Are we doing the same one? No, no, you don't have to. Oh. You can you can switch it up. Go ahead. We're back a dinosaur's tail. Oh, God, really? <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> I said, we're back, a dinosaur's tale. A dinosaur's tale? Yeah, but the the full title is, we're back, a dinosaur's have, tale. Have you even seen that movie? I've never, I've never even heard Pick of that. Pick a different one. Oh, then. well then, fuck you. No, you're wrong. You're <laughs> okay, wrong. Okay, you're wrong. All right, my turn. <laughs> I haven't heard of All right, my turn, my turn. All right, um, The Animal with Rob Schneider. <laughs> And that movie's terrible. But you know what's funny? Correct. It's well, the South Park. How South Park made fun of it, how he turned into a carrot. That was good. You remember that? That was very <laughs> funny. <laughs> like that was and a carrot. <laughs> that was really funny. I will give you that. All right, Justin. Oh, what was um <laughs> what was the movie with Wolfie Goldberg and the dinosaur? Stop it. All right, fine, I'll stop. Uh <sighs> I don't know. Um Oh, uh uh Starship Troopers. Never seen it. Whoa, oh. you're wrong only because it's fucking great. Yeah, it is the best. And I suggest that you watch it tonight. Do you have plans tonight? You got a date or anything? No, I'm just on my laptop sending emails. Uh, well, if you're on your laptop downloading BitTorrent, not that we encourage that illegal activity here, except that we totally I, do. And you I should encourage da- it. You should download Starship Troopers. Will you do that for me, Bobby? You know what? What? If I can figure out how to do it, yeah. <laughs> okay, but make sure don't. Ever down- since Spotify came out, I stopped like downloading everything, music and. Spotify's rad. Um, don't 
download though accidentally any of the sequels to Starship Troopers. They're different directors oh, they're and just, actors, and they're pieces of shit. It's terrible. It's got to be the first one, and it is a fantastic movie that I will say still holds up. It does still hold up. Okay, my last one before we move to music, real quick. I'm gonna go ahead and say. The Matrix 1. Oh, absolutely. Okay. The Matrix 2 and all the 35 that followed weren't that good. You are, yeah. Okay, (laughs) we get along here. I think we'll be friends. Because The Matrix 1 was actually a really cool movie, and 2 and 3 were such pieces of dog shit that you don't understand how the same people made them. Well, they played it out, I think. I will tell you that when it got to the rave scene in The Matrix 2, I was done. I was ready to leave the theater Mm -hmm. and jerk off in the bathroom. I barely even remember it, dude. It was a piece of shit. But I remember the first one. The first one was cool. It had it was interesting. I'm not saying it's the best movie ever. And I remember by the third one, that scene where he's fighting all the agents at once, it looked like fucking Shrek. Yeah, it's a terrible one. Man, that was bad. <laughs> all right, quickly, because uh, we have to be done by 7, because Justin's got stuff to do. We are going to have you call back in the next month or two as well. But uh, what uh, what are some of your favorite bands? Because a lot of kids that listen, I don't want to say kids, that sounds like such a pretentious asshole thing to do. A lot of younger people that listen to our podcast have been turned on to a lot of bands that they didn't really know about because a lot of people I've realized listen to a lot of newer punk and pop punk and indie rock and aren't familiar with a lot of older stuff. And we actually get tons of emails and tweets of like, I didn't know about this band. Thanks for turning me on to them. So who are some of your influences? Like not so you don't even have to sound like it. Just what makes your, what makes your dick hard? I'll tell you that new super heaven album is just way too good. It is good, but that's, that's new, I, man. You're supposed to reach back into the older stuff. But older that new Super stuff. Heaven album is really good. I'm a big Elliot Smith fan. I'm a big Elliot Smith fan. What? Elliot Smith. I'm a big Elliot Smith fan. You ever heard of him? I killed him. <laughs> oh, that's right. You don't like Elliot Smith, do you? I think I remember reading that. No, I don't dislike Elliot Smith. I just used to be in a band, and I wrote a song called I Killed Elliot Smith just because I figured it would piss off people, and it did. <laughs> And then we played with metal bands sometimes, and I would change the name to I Killed Dimebag Daryl. It was just me being a dick. Um, I don't I don't like or dislike Elliot Smith. He's fine. All right, what are some more? Um, Sorry, I know sometimes we're in a hurry. We just really put people on the spot, and it's kind of hard. Oh, no, it's cool. I, I, it's hard. Um, I like Tom Petty. I oh, love yeah, Tom, Tom Petty. Uh, I think if you don't Agreed. like Tom Petty, like it's just kind of weird because they're just pretty much universally good pop rock songs. I know that that's what that's there's not mu- much to dislike about it, except I don't um, really like Mary Jane. That's fine. I mean, it's okay. It's, it's okay. good. It's one of my least favorites, but right. it's, it's still, still it's still like ten times better than a lot of other songs. Now we're gonna put you on the spot because we like to do this to people just because they hate it. Um, in the current cool. pop punk scene, who is the most embarrassing worst band? <laughs> in, the, in the pop punk scene currently? Yeah. Who is just the band where you're just like, fuck, man, why why does that band exist? Uh, you don't have to answer, no. but if you don't answer, it kind of makes you a sissy pants. No, I don't. In the pop punk scene. We like to do this. We always do this. Um, no, I, I can't think of any bands right now. That's the problem. All right, what's a band just in general right now? What band right now just exists that you're just like, why the fuck does this band exist? Any band. 
Uh, I can tell you bands that I'm just not that into, but all right, what's well, one? All those bands are still really good, so that's not even a fair. Oh, you're a nice guy, and I appreciate that. Justin and I aren't very nice. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, mean, I can't. Justin and I can name some I bands need. for you that just fucking suck. <laughs> I mean, I can go on for a while. Yeah, that's a hard question, dude. Um, oh, it's not. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's, there's a lot of bands. But no, we just like to have some fun. Um, okay, and now, wait, hold on. Movies, music. Do you play video games? You know, you know what? I, I can answer your question. Okay. Uh, not, not for bands, but I hate bands with really, really like generic, like, Themed names like I don't know. Like I what? can't even think of like Bless the Fall or like or like oh. I agree. Alexa- asking Alexandria. It's like did you not put any sort of thought into it? You know what's funny? Before the names really, really before tough. we wrap up, we were actually talking about the recent sexual um, predator things happening in the pop punk scene. And uh, oh yeah. Um, if you want to weigh in that, you can. If not, I totally understand. Um, I don't give a shit because I never have, so I don't care if people get mad at me. But uh, my friend, who actually used to be in a band called The Suicide Machines, uh, works at a club in Detroit. And Askin Alexandria played there right as they were getting big. And he walked into the backstage after it was done. And this guy was, like, banging a 15-year-old girl. And my friend had to, like, throw him, basically, like, grab him and throw him off and tell him to get the fuck out of there. So, uh, Ask and Alexandria can fuck themselves all day long. Yeah. Fuck, I did uh, not hear that. That's terrible. Yeah, it is terrible. And uh, I think that shit happens. Justin and I are actually talking before you called in a lot more than we want to think about. But, uh. I don't, I don't know why. I, I'm wondering if it was just always happening and now social media just makes it really easy to. Probably, for people to complain because that if you want to be honest, I feel like bands like the Rolling Stones and stuff in their prime were probably shitbags. Like doing the same type of things. What do you think? Uh, yeah, that that was that's what I was just. What do you think, Justin? Basically saying, like probably, but they just didn't get caught, or but, or if they did, it would take a lot for that to get like in the news. Well, because you can't just check on the internet media. all of a sudden and be like, "Guy from Aspen, Alexandria, banged a fifteen-year-old girl." <laughs> um, yeah. but, but he did. So there's that. I mean, allegedly. Sorry, we don't want to get sued. Allegedly, he, he did it. He totally did it. But it happened. But uh, that totally happened. But uh, all right, we got three minutes. So I was gonna say, where all is your tour? Tell people. Just tell people about you because we love your music, and I want more people to hear about it. And we don't do that very often because people think we're assholes. Really. <laughs> um, uh, it's gonna be July first until um. Like mid August or something, and it'll go from Las Vegas down to like San Diego and then all the way up the coast to California, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, back through Utah, and then we'll be home for three weeks. And then we're going to combine Midwest and East Coast with all of it. All right. Well, when you're in the Midwest, I insist you sleep on my couch and we have a sleepover and play songs all night. Oh, yeah. We'll, We'll definitely hit Cincinnati. Yeah, just, you'll be you'll be like sleep- we know you and stuff. You'll be sleeping at my house. We'll make some songs together and we'll get some Waffle House. And Dude, um in August great. in August or September, I think I'm going to be driving to Los Angeles and I was going to stop in Las Vegas for two nights, so I will be hanging out with you there. Yeah, you can stay here too. We have uh, I 
like my two best friends, I've been staying with them and we've house bands like a bunch of times. Can I sleep next to you? <laughs> as long as it's on the same couch. I mean, I can like, which one of us is bigger? I think I might be a little bigger than you. <laughs> I'm I'll, 250. Okay, I'm okay. I'm 260. You, so. sleep, you sleep stomach to stomach. Well, yeah, I was, I'm 10 pounds heavier. <laughs> you, stare, you stare into each other's eyes while you fall asleep. What is, why, I don't even understand why you're talking about this. What do you, oh, well, you act like it's so obvious like you do well, this all that, the time. Yes, I do. It's very obvious. Who do you do this with? Any big guy like this. It's just you invite him over. You That's put right. Craigslist ads yes, out? Yes, I put Craigslist ads out. Okay. I walk out Listen. on the street. If I see one walking by, no, I'm like, hey, you know what? get over no. here. Lay yeah. down. Okay. Anyways, We're looking at each other for Listen, a while. I weigh 10 more pounds than you. So what we'll do is I'll lay on my back. You lay stomach to stomach. We'll look into each other's eyes. Until we're about to fall asleep, we'll have one passionate kiss, and then we'll just go to bed. <laughs> Sounds good, dude. I like you. I'm glad that you called in. Um, will well, you come back soon when we have some more we'll time? Ha- we should have you on like yeah, the, dude. We'll have you on the I week before. Oh, sorry. What? What were you saying? I was gonna say we'll have you on the week before you leave for tour. Yeah, let's do that. Let's have you on the week before you leave for tour, because okay. um, we want to have you on, and then we'll talk more okay. and actually get into detail about your history and your music. Awesome. But uh, we started off the episode, Bobby Meter. Your EP is called what? Uh, Breakfast Afternoon. We'll put the music video up for Patty Mayonnaise on the blog, and everyone check him out, because, man, there's not a lot of people writing just good heartfelt shit like you are right now. So thanks for doing it. Thank you for having me, guys. I appreciate what, it. What would you say the best song off that EP is that you want us to play for the last song on the show? Uh... I'm a big fan of the Patty Mayday's one, but the Six Weeks with Jimmy is also equally as good. So you, I guess you should play that because there's no music video for it. Well, then you're going to get two songs on this episode, and that's never happened. <laughs> Sweet. So, all right. Well, thank you, Bobby Meter. You have a good day. Have a good night. I will probably text you later when I'm lonely, a picture of me in the shower. <laughs> All right, perfect. It was nice to meet you, Justin. Thank you for yeah. having me on. All right, we will talk to you in a few weeks before your tour, and uh, have a good night, brother. All right, you too, man. Thank talk you to you soon. Bye. Bye. Well, you're looking this up, and the fastest ever. Firewatch is a game where you're in Oregon, and you're in a big tower, and there's a lot more going on that you have to solve, and there's miles and miles of real-time miles yeah. where you explore through the woods, yeah. and there's mysteries, and it's like kind of sinister things you have to uncover. And there's no people in the game, much like Gone Home or something like that. Well, we don't know. Well, they well, yeah. Well, what they've said though is your only main contact of any actual person is your walkie-talkie to your lady that's your boss that walkie-talkies you. Right. So it's supposed to have the feeling of complete seclusion. Right. Where you're just in this tower, kind of like going crazy and like finding things out. And I think it looks absolutely incredible. Oh no, it looks really. I great. could see where some people think it would sound boring. But also, some people said Gone Home was boring, and it was absolutely not at all, and it was incredible. No, Gone Home's yeah. Gone Home is one of my favorite games of the last few years, and Life is Strange is similar. Uh, you need to play it before Sunday so we can talk about it. Because if, if I literally have any oh, yeah, time, I will. <laughs> and actually, Life is Strange. If anybody listened to me and got it, please write in because I didn't realize until about an hour ago that Chapter Three came out today. Oh, nice! So I will be going home and playing it tonight, even though I have The Witcher. But Life is Strange takes priority right now because I am obsessed with that game. I'm obsessed enough that I think I'm going to start over at Chapter 1 and play through 1 and 2 right. again before I even do 3. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll try and get to it. I hope I have time to. So, we'll see. This has been a cool episode. Um, if you have any thoughts about this stuff, I don't care what it is. Write in and talk to us. Like 
I love all the letters we get, and we've been getting more and more, and we've getting more and more listeners, and every week it's gone up, and it's been really flattering, and we really appreciate all the feedback on Twitter, on the Tumblr, on my Facebook. I mean, every episode I get people saying interesting things, and it's cool to know that there's a lot of people out there like-minded like us that just want to talk about these things and just mm-hmm. get it out there. Yeah. So being serious, that's really fucking awesome. So thanks for supporting us getting us high on the iTunes comedy charts, even though this was not a comedic episode, but it was a no, sexy one. we appreciate one. it. Though. And we really do appreciate it. So follow us on Twitter. We'll be back in five days. Write in. Let us know what you think about all this shit. And like I said, the Firewatch developers will be here, and the Life is Strange Square Enix developers I talked to today are also going to come on. And I'm super stoked to talk to all these people. Yeah. And um, I have one other big-name guest I'm working on. I'll announce it this Sunday. And uh, this is Bobby Meter. Once yeah. again, six weeks this June. So go download this EP because it's free and it's really damn good. Yeah, and it is excellent. Thanks for listening. Tweet at us and please tweet at Amy Schumer for me. People have been doing it all day, dozens of people, and tell her to go on a date with me. That's my thing right now. I've had about 30 people tweet at her already and tell her I want to take her on a date. So please keep on tweeting Amy Schumer, tagging me in there because I want to take her on a date. <laughs> all right, we'll see you later. See you guys. <laughs>
this. <laughs>